From the moment we take our first breath, unknowingly, we accumulate psychological baggage. Attaches of what went wrong, backpacks of what should have been, suitcases of excuses and misinformation. Camera, action. Fourth grade, being my father was in military service, by yearly, our family was transferred from one military base to another. Having just arrived in Virginia Beach, Virginia, we spent our weekends house hunting. After viewing one particular home, I witnessed my mother's eyes light up. Moments later, my father announced, we are buying this red brick house. As we proceeded home, I was filled with excitement. Days passed, yet my parents presented no update about the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Eventually, my mother and I had the following conversation. People in the neighborhood don't want to sell us the house. Why? Because they don't want black people to live here. Where will we live? We will live in that red brick house. In the following weeks, my mother filed a petition with the NAACP. She sued, she won, and we moved into the red brick house. Before this experience, I was colorblind. I viewed others by their character and merit. After this experience, I had a bad taste in my mouth. More baggage. Cut. Sixth grade. In sixth grade, I was placed in three elementary school locations. With each transfer, it became increasingly difficult to navigate the school's systems and local social norms. At my first of three schools, I was a C student. At the second of three schools, I was placed in the Mentally Gifted Minds program. While at the third of three schools, Upon seeing my new classroom, I thought, so, this must be where they keep the colored folks. For the remainder of my sixth grade year, I was treated as less than equal. I was treated like I was dumb. Before this experience, I believe schools judged you solely by your merit. After this experience, I had another bad taste in my mouth. More baggage. Cut. Tenth grade. While sitting in my sociology class, the professor began lecturing about physical, verbal, and sexual abuses. 
And as he continued his lecture, tears began to roll down my eyes. I realized the professor's lecture was referring to children like me. I realized my childhood experience was abnormal. After the class ended, upon returning home, I was afraid. Therefore, I kept my newfound knowledge in secrecy. I refrained from conversations. I started to plan my exit. Before this experience, I believed receiving verbal degradation and physical punishment was part of every childhood. I believed children had no right to develop nor speak their opinions. I believed children live at the mercy of others. After the experience, I had a bad taste in my mouth. More baggage. Cut. Sophomore in college, walking home from a fraternity party, I hitchhiked a ride back to my dorm. While conversing with the driver, I agreed to have a beer at the guy's place. Soon following, uh, I was raped. For the next 10 years, I kept the incident hidden. Before this experience, I believed all humans were good people. After the experience, I had a bad taste in my mouth. More baggage. Cut. Adulthood. In San Francisco, once upon a time, I applied for a waiter position at a premium San Francisco hotel. As I walked into the human resources office, the interviewer stood up from her desk and stated, Hi, you must be Juan, here for the janitorial position? Immediately, I looked over my shoulder as if she was speaking to someone else. At that moment, I reflected on my sixth grade experience, being categorized by race, being labeled dumb. As I proceeded to shake her hand, I stated, I'm Tony Eason. I am applying for the event manager position. As the interview progressed, the human resources representative realized I was sufficiently qualified for the job. As the interview concluded, the interviewer asked, Are you interested in working for a hotel? My response, Upon viewing me, you categorized me as a person of color, and without reviewing my qualifications, you assumed I was janitorial material. 
So, please tell me, why would I work for an organization whose HR policies are rooted in racism? Before the experience, I was confident in landing the job. After the experience, I was proud I refused to be categorized, and I felt empowered by calling her out. Cut. After years of collecting baggage, I've realized each of us has the right and the responsibility to assess the roads which lie ahead and those over which we have traveled. If the future road looms ominous or unpromising, then we need to gather our resolve and, carrying only the necessary baggage, step off that road into another direction. The past is hurting the present.